Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So please stick around to the end of the show and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. And oh my goodness, I am so thrilled today because I have as a special guest, someone across the pond. <laughs> Welcome, Alexandra Wood. Hey, how are you? Hello, I'm very good. Thank you. Great to be on here. Oh, great to have you here coming all the way from London. And she and I were just chatting a bit, and I just love British people. I've been there before. It's such a wonderful, wonderful country, rich of heritage, the whole nine yards. So it's, it really is a thrill to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. Well, if you don't mind, please tell our viewers and our listeners and those who are tuning in exactly what your company does. So I'm Alexandra Wood, and I am a Savile Row tailor, designer, and stylist in one. So we ultimately help busy, successful men look more attractive, successful, and confident in clothes that really uh, suit them. Pardon the pun. And it's an entire wardrobe. So it's you know from we say from beach to boardroom. Uh, so for for men who have no time or inclination to think about these things, we take them under our wing and. Use our fairy, stylish godmother wizardry. <laughs> well, well, Alexandra, I tell you, you're talking to the right person now because I'm all about trying to look good and trying to look handsome. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Got a new client now. <laughs> so I'm a I'm a little bashful here because I'm really talking to an expert on this topic, and I like to think that I know a little bit about this topic in yeah, terms maybe, of my yeah. own approach to to styling. Now, I'm in L.A., as you know, which is a little different than, say, East Coast here in Los Angeles, in, in mm -hmm. America, because, because if you go into the East Coast or Chicago in the Midwest and other parts of the country, you're going to see men in suits and sport coats with ties and $1,000 shoes and the whole nine yards. Here in L.A., <laughs> the, yeah. the most you'll get is a guy in a sport coat, okay? <laughs> yeah. Someone's got a tie on. He's a, he's a banker or a lawyer or something. <laughs> Yeah, you're laid back chic. It's all right. We tune to that. Um, <laughs> I like that laid back chic. Yeah, we can make it work. You've got a bit of a Jeff Goldblum uh, vibe going on as well. I could see you rocking some of that stuff. Oh, you know what? People have told me that. And I take that as such a compliment because I'm a big Jeff Goldblum fan, you know? And uh, is it the glasses or the, the gray speckled hair? What is it that makes you say that? A similar skin tone and yeah similar hair color so yeah we always kind of say choose the easiest thing a guy can do is like choose a celebrity with a similar stature skin tone and vibe 
who's stylish, obviously, and uh, just uh, rip off their style <laughs> in the best way you can and use quality fit. Yeah. Alexander, so, that's, that's so great because about last year, I stopped coloring my hair because I was inspired by people like Jeff Goldblum and George Clooney with the whole gray. You, someone said, you, you look more sophisticated. You look more stylish. I love this. Yeah, perfect. You need a leather jacket and some funky shoes now then, but it uh, might be a bit too hot for you there. <laughs> <laughs> a leather jacket and funky shoes. I love it. I love it. So let me, so what, before, before I get into the things that you do, how did you get into this business? What's your journey? What's your story? Yeah, so when I was a little girl, I'd go shopping with my dad. My mom was not into shopping at all. And he would give me a budget. He was very like into budgets, very British. Um, like, this is your allocation for spring and summer. This is your allocation for autumn and winter. So it probably lends itself to how we actually do business now. But um, I would always go, oh, this is nice. You'd look really good in this. And oh, my God. And he'd say, yes, thank you so much for helping me to spend £500 on a pair of shoes I don't need. Uh, but I was like, but you look great. So who cares? <laughs> um, so it was kind of like a bonding time. And I think that was just like imprinted in my mind of, you know, our time together. And I just have a, ultimately have a great rapport with um, men. We just used to have fun. It never felt like too much. And he was very into detail. Still is. <laughs> still here. Um, and he would always say, like, look up. Um, and at the buildings people would look down whereas the detail is up in the sky um, you know and we'd follow on to art galleries etc so it was really like that bonding time and then I was just always obsessed with style people would say you know you're only going to school you're only going to college why are you like so dressed up and I'd say life is a catwalk darling uh, <laughs> so yeah, like you're crazy what you've always got to pay attention to how you dress so yeah it was in my blood I mean none none of my family members were in fashion at all you know so it's very well actually my my dad actually told me that his grand great great grandfather had uh, a store in New York which basically had no price tags on it so if you um couldn't afford it uh well if you had to ask for the price tag you couldn't afford it so that later came out so that was kind of cool um and then I worked for a um company called Shanghai Tang which was very creative so I started sort of dipping down into the bespoke tailoring department they're like you know you work upstairs I was like yeah but just just let me have a go and I was 21 then and they had a tailoring manager and he basically said I've had enough I'm stressed and I said can I have his job please and they thought it was crazy. And I said, well, you don't have any other op options here. So I may as well do that and, um, you know, give me a go. And the, the rest was history. And I designed for Shirley Bassey, Countess of Wessex. It was like wild. Mm -hmm. So I, I was really pleased that I was brave enough to say, just try me. So it started <laughs> and blossomed from there. I mean, it, it's quite a long story, really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I worked for another tailors. I tried running a business. It bombed because I didn't know how to do marketing, which is essentially, you know, everything that you stand for. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of went back to the drawing board. And what pushed me was when I was pregnant with my first daughter, who will be 16 in July. So uh, that shows you how long the business is. Mm. 
Well, you know, I'd like to say, because this is a big branding podcast, that branding is everything you stand for. And marketing's job is to get you known for what you stand for, right? And get you found for what you stand for and then get paid. So it's all about getting known, getting found, getting paid. So yeah, exactly. Uh, your, your brand will get your known will get you known and marketing will get you found and selling will get you paid. That's the whole sequence. But you're yeah. on the right path with for that with that because with men, and I'd love to get your thoughts about this because I think for a lot of guys, they take for granted their appearance. And mm-hmm. I see so many guys. I'm I mean, I'm talking professionals to just regular, regular folks who who they, they just have no sense of style. Do yeah. you have a philosophy about that? I'm I'm dying to hear about your approach to style. Yeah, it's really interesting actually because it's very different um, to women. I think women are more playful, and you know it's easier to kind of buy lower price things with expensive things and just mess uh-huh. around. Whereas men, I think you know this is really kind of if you look at most of men's wardrobes apart from you <laughs> um, <laughs> like navy white gray navy white gray <laughs> you can make a little navy and, white gray and i go i'm a blue kind of guy oh, that's what i wear and i'll be like i know because i've joined the queue with the rest of my clients and that's why you're here because i'm going to tell you otherwise um but yeah i mean i need to get deep down into the psychology a bit but men do say oh it doesn't matter that much does it you know and it's kind of um i find it fascinating they put their careers right up here and then it's like you know you've got the family and it's like these things are so congruent together because i would say if you watch a film and like better call saul is a really good example of this where you know you've got saul and he you know is in the program and he's looking uh well you make instant kind of ideas about this guy dressed based on what he's dressed like. He looks untrustworthy, looks a bit sleazy. And then, you know, you've got a guy called Howard in it who's like over slick. And it's like, well, now I don't trust that guy because he's just too slick. So it shows how important it is. If we're watching a film and making all these assumptions about people, that says exactly how important it is. So I'm always saying, you know, it's not just a frivolous kind of like, oh, that's nice, I look really cool. But it's like, it's an inside and outside job. And then I work on kind of aligning all the pieces together to make it feel natural. And because I think the fear is also that they don't want to look like a parody of themselves. They don't want to look stupid. And that's really important. So sometimes they think it's just safer to stay Hmm. the way they are. So it's quite an emotional experience as well. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Especially from a branding standpoint, right? Because a lot of the work that I do is helping people create their personal brands, be they male or female. Do you work exclusively with men and not women? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I decided it's my niche and yeah. Okay. Very good. So you brought up the word color. Now I know with women, finding their color is like a big deal, right? I've worked with uh, designers in the past and women who do a lot of work in terms of helping a woman find her her style and her wardrobe and all of that. And color is a big deal. Yeah. How do men relate to that topic? Because to your point about, well, I'm a gray kind of guy versus a blue guy versus whatever. Mm. How do men respond to this whole thing about, from your perspective, 
finding the right color for you? Yeah, so um, probably easier if I tell you our process and then kind of like working back. So we work with guys to first work out their skin tone. So that ultimately lends to what colors suit them. Mm -hmm. And um, the response tends to be like, oh, really? Hmm, haven't thought about that. Like, no, because you thought about 50 shades of blue. That's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and it's like, they say, okay, well, let's just start off with a different shade of blue. Because I always say, you know, there's tons of tones within a certain color. So if you've got your blue, you've got kind of, you know, petrol blue, navy blue, midnight blue, blah, blah. And it's our job to kind of identify very quickly what color exactly will suit that person. So whether it's a case of, all right, we'll go for a light blue, we'll, we'll let you start there, but then we'll introduce a bit of green. And again, there's millions of shades of green and it's the right tone for you because you go too bright can look tacky. You go too yes. somber can look boring and it's all choosing the right thing for the right person. So it's a trust thing, yeah. um, but I definitely think men are exploring it more and I think with a sort of empathetic female approach they feel more comfortable about it you know we mm. have men coming in looking petrified and then they're like hop skipping and they're jumping out you know the showroom and they're like well that was painful so much fun you know and we're just <laughs> laughing for two hours you know I'm like I should be paying them because we're just having a ball and I'm like yes because they just <laughs> so cool I'm like you have no idea but when these clothes are made for you, just how hot you're going to look, you know, because for me, I do think it's kind of a, it's nice to feel sexy. And so, when it carry, so when it carries over the clothing, this is mm -hmm. all custom made, right? In terms of their suits and sport coats and shirts, right? Exactly. Yeah. Nice. So it's, you know, huge trust because they're like, how can I tell what that suit that my whole entire wardrobe is going to look like from a teeny tiny uh, swatch? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, that's, where you trust me um, and mm. you know and if it doesn't work out which mm. it never has happened mm -hmm. and you know we remake it so it's kind of you're safe mm. with us <laughs> i love this i love this in fact uh i've done work in the past in terms of bespoke tailors and helping men find their right look and stuff like that so i you are right on point talking to me about this oh my god and so so going back to men once you help them find their color, the right shade and the right outfit and the, the whole nine yards, what is the biggest problem or, or the biggest challenge that you solve for these guys? What, just what, not, it's kind of putting the whole thing together. So the skin okay. tone, color, et cetera, is just one part of it. Then it's the body shape okay. as well. They'd be like, oh, you know, they might be have been wearing completely wrong styles for their body shape. Hmm. So we make sure... We're choosing styles and cuts that flatter them. And then um, we look at their style personality. So for example, if someone is very kind of classic, um, quite laid back, they're a lawyer, uh, but they've got a little bit of personal, like cheeky personality, then they might fall into two different types of style personality. So we've created a style system, which basically helps people uh, ultimately come out whether they we start the style session which looks at those things and then we move to the wardrobe so we have to know about a client we have to really understand where they spend their time um you know what's important to them so that we have everything in alignment and they leave with that first part knowing exactly what suits them you know so if they went shopping on their own they would 
be able to do a quick scan and go, yes, yes, no, no, rather than just going, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Another blue suit. You go, boss. <laughs> do, do you have a name for your process? Mm. Sorry. Um, it's called the style system. That part. Yeah. Okay. So okay. The lifestyle and style audit and the skin tone, body shape and style personality. That they they're three core cool things that okay. help guys really understand what suits them. So I think that's really the pain point. It's like, okay, I need clothes that fit me. But I also don't want to look like. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like those three things help everything come together. Because I say a lot of tailors actually don't offer any advice at all, which always amazes me. Because otherwise, you're going to end up with just that same navy suit, that same grey suit. And we want more for you guys than that. Yeah, I understand. So. Again, getting back to the fact that this is about big branding, making sure that you can stand out, get noticed, to be remembered for offering something unique so that you can literally have the kind of clientele and the quantity and the quality of clientele you're looking for. How do you distinguish yourself? I mean, if, if, if you know this better than I do. You're in a very saturated industry. There are a lot of folks out there who say they can do what you do. How do you set yourself apart? Yeah, it's really um, saying we make it fun, effortless and transformative. They're the kind mm -hmm. of ultimate words and plus we're, we're women. But I say, you know, of course you can, uh, you know, we are one of two, three female uh, designers, tailors on um, Savile Row. So it's very limited in terms of that point of view. Okay. Okay. But the most important part really is the um, fun element to it because men notoriously hate shopping. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and even if they want to look stylish, they're just like, I don't know where to begin. Comes back to that, please. Um, <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's fun. It's, um, yeah, because it can, most men go, oh, I don't know where to start. I feel a bit stressed about this. Um, but the fun and, you know, have being playful really, you know helps to relax them and ultimately we do have a very clear vision i can look at a person in two minutes understanding exactly how much better they can look with a, a certain wardrobe and i'm like this is going to be good you know so All it's right. the vision and that, you can't train to have an eye for things oh my god if i'd known you were this i would have i would have dressed up for this i i, I, I take this seriously <laughs> I'm quite dark. I look dark in this video. <laughs> I want to put on a turtleneck or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, but you know, but you know what? That that opens up another whole conversation, which is Zoom. I mean, what's mm. been the effect of that? Because you know, it's so funny because I zoom all the time, as you can imagine. And so I always try to look quote unquote professional and presentable on Zoom while being myself. So yeah. I'm not in the kind of profession where I've got to be buttoned down with a suit and tie and the whole nine yards. So what are your thoughts about, about that for men? Because a lot of guys, they take Zoom for granted. And you hear all the horror stories, right? The guy's got on a jacket and he's, and he's in his underwear. I mean, really crazy <laughs> stuff. I, mean, <laughs> I can't even imagine yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, because you've got colour, it lights up your face, it works in harmony with your skin tone, and you've got a lovely smile. So it, you know, I got the background, right? You like my background? 
no, it's very colourful. Um, you know, so <laughs> but it's it's in alignment with who you are. You have big personalities, so you're wearing you know the funky glasses, and actually the bit of a peach in your your top goes with a bit of your um glasses. So, yes. but yeah, if if a guy was like for example a lawyer and sitting in a hoodie, no, that would not work. You have to kind of be in alignment with your. Yeah. your your role in life and because even yeah. if it'd be like oh it's chill it's fine don't worry <laughs> they're thinking what you're doing in that heading <laughs> so do you say okay so do you seem to attract people in certain professions bankers versus lawyers versus whoever right financial people what do you sort of uh skew towards a, a certain type of guy a certain type of field yeah they naturally um kind of come to us really so ceos entrepreneurs um okay. politicians yeah um yeah so high high level you know high net worth okay. ultra high net worth okay um, the guys where this is important you know and there's other reasons as well like i want to look good for my wife there's a change oh. thing as well oh, cute. Yeah. um there comes <laughs> a time also in life they're not 20 or 30 anymore and it's like i can't look stupid like oh i was gonna yeah well how what's the typical age range for the guys you work with so i would say our kind of key age range is 45 to 55 that's like oh, our okay. sweet spot sweet for spot. very nice yeah yeah don't want to cling, be clinging onto the twenties. So would not seen in like ripped jeans and looking like. Right. Um, trying to think of that band. The twenty-five-year-old girlfriend. I know. Yeah, uh, and they don't want to look like an old granddad either. So it's a very fine line. Or as a client said the other day, it's just the line. There's a line. Yeah. So yeah, I help them to do that, and it's like that's why I have to really listen and tune into what they're saying because I can't go, yeah, 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 that's fine. I'll I'll just make you what I want because I really want to see you wearing that. You know, I have to kind of go. This guy's, you know, most of them become. We have a huge retention rate, so hmm. most of them come back. Um, you know, unless it's like a one-off piece. So it's really important to keep that relationship going and ultimately that is to create them things that they love to wear and they said you know what I've never had so many compliments I feel really good in that you know and that to me is like it touches my heart because mm. that's the whole importance it's not about me at all you know I like to think I'm a nice little comedy act for them to come see <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know ultimately I'm like yeah I would say when I see a client walking past in their suit, like, or, you know, jacket, whatever, uh, it feels to me like I've seen a celebrity. I know that sounds a bit silly, but I'm, I'm like, I'm proud, proud of them. Well, I've always considered uh, folks from England, the, the men, to be very stylish. Oh, my God. I mean, for decades, suits and GQ. Oh <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, um, the men that you work with, the clientele, are they local? I mean, where are they geographically? Yeah, so they're um, all over the world. Japan, Canada, got an amazing uh, new client from Canada. Um, and yeah, just... How, how do you serve people who are, like, do you have designers and stylists all over the world? How, how, do, you, how do you serve them? So they tend to um, come see me in Savile Row for um, consultation. So they'll see me for an hour or two. 
and that's I just say if you spend that time with me and I can create your whole profile and we get your measurements right then okay. we design for them and send their items across the world so okay. they usually kind of want to stop over for business and then once we've got everything noted it's just like let's have a chat on zoom okay and here new ideas for you so we create a wardrobe plan as well so they know exactly you know what's what's coming up for the year and beyond so yeah make it nice and easy that's the point as well making it easy for these guys they don't have the time to think about it most of them like yeah 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 cool fine whatever you think (laughs) (laughs) so there's got to be at least one particular client success story you're most proud of can you share that with everyone yeah, I mean, I know it sounds cheesy, but they they all <laughs> laugh because, I mean, I'd say the people that, the clients that are a little bit braver and go and have more done. So there's only so much impact I can do with a suit or a couple of pieces. But when someone goes for a full wardrobe, um, so my new client in Canada, I'm just doing a full wardrobe and I really can't wait. He said, you can use me in photo shoots and stuff. I'm like, yes. <laughs> a lot of our clients are very private. So they're like, no, or chop my head off. So it makes it a little bit tricky to share people, but I have to respect that. So yeah, it's really the people who, um, you know, order a bit more of a mini to full wardrobe where I can really make that impact. And then they just say, I don't know what I was doing before. Like, why haven't I done this sooner? And even though, yes, it's more expensive, the waste that men spend on stuff that just doesn't suit them, fit them, because they've gone, that's cool. Hmm. And then take it home and gone, that looks terrible with everything else. Why did I buy that? That's me having a midlife crisis. (laughs) So, um, yeah, all of them. Well, listen, if we've got someone out there who's tuning in going, oh, my God, I love what I hear. I love the vibe. I love the connection. I love your energy. I love everything you're saying. How can they find you online? What's your website? Are you on socials? How can people connect with you? I'm everywhere. So I'm on Instagram on uh, Alexandra Wood Bespoke. I'm on Twitter, Bespoke AW. And our website's alexandrawoodbespoke.co.uk. Um, but if you're specifically looking for the wardrobe, which explains exactly the impact, then it's the bespokewardrobe.com. Fantastic. Well, listen, it's been a thrill having you here. You are delightful. You are magical. Oh, my God. I feel it all the way across the pond. <laughs> is, is there any is there any parting words? Is there anything else you want to say to folks before we sign off? Just thank you for letting me be on your fabulous podcast. And one day I will come over to LA probably next week when it's sunny because I, I quite need a little bit of sun. <laughs> and um, keep tuning into Jeff Goldblum, like rock his style in your oh. own <laughs> <laughs> I'll take his fame and fortune, not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's fabulous. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of his and have been like many, like many people for a long time. I mean, I've got a lot of pair of sun of glasses and he's got lots of glasses on the whole nine yards. So he looks cooler now at 70 oh, unless I've aged. I think so too. I really do. I think he's a little bit more sophisticated and stylish. You know, he's an accomplished jazz pianist. I don't know if you know yeah, that. I do, yeah. But Very he's going cool. on tour with his with his group. 
And they play here in LA a lot, uh, all the time. And I thought that before the pandemic hit, I was going to go see him. He mm. plays at a little uh, club uh, not too far from me. So, uh, yeah. You can be like, that's my doppelganger. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, listen, cheerio. And, thank you. Uh, oh, all right. And <laughs> to all, all, thank you. And to all of our viewers, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as a branding evangelist, signing off. Take care. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brandforwardleadership forward slash apply, and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag BrandFordLeadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. <laughs> so your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.